Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. Brothers and sisters, our God is a God of recovery and restoration. He's a God who brings recovery and restoration to areas that need recovery and restoration in our lives. One of the definitions of restoration is a putting back into a former position, dignity, etc., etc., etc. That's something that would be a big-time benefit in all of our lives. Some of you lost your former position for whatever reason. Some of you were wrong, and the position you had was taken from you, and your dignity was lost by you. Some of you did wrong, and the positions that you had was rightfully taken from you. And because of that, your dignity was also lost by you. But regardless to the reason, this is the season for recovery and restoration. So get ready, get ready, get ready for the God of recovery and restoration to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 27, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Isaiah chapter 27. I love the Lord. Verse 13. It says, and it shall come to pass. And that's somehow they keep saying that. And it shall come to pass in that day. Talking about the day of restitution. It shall come to pass in that day that the great trumpet shall be blown. And they shall come which were ready to perish in the land of Assyria. And the outcasts in the land of Egypt. And shall worship the Lord in the holy mount of Jerusalem. Notice, they're going to come who were ready to perish. Which means Satan would have had them on the hook. Drawing them in to finish them off. He had them in the crosshairs. Ready to put his finger right there and be able to pull the trigger and take them out. Some of your children is right there. They're ready to go. But God's going to say, No! And he's going to draw them right at the time that they need to. Just like he did with some of you. Because some of you was deep in sin. Had the devil as your best friend. But God showed you something right at the right time. You're going to get to heaven and find out it was literally at the right time. Because the next day, week or two, you was through. Because the devil thought he had you. But God said, no, I got something I need you to do. I'll never forget what he said to me that day, praise God. Woke me up that morning. I'll never forget, never forget, never woke, never forget. Woke me up that morning and said, hey, boy. Never forget he said, boy. Say, get up, boy. It's time for you to go to church. I don't, I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know how to describe this. I only got words. When he said it's time for you to come to church. He didn't use words. But... Something about when he speaks, you know. It's as though this is your last shot at this. Today is your day. This is your last chance. Don't walk away. Because I was getting worse by the second. Picking up speed. 
in terms of going to bust hell wide open, at least put a big dent in it. But he stopped me right in time because I was doing things. I was about to do things that I thought I would never do at that time. I was about to get involved in some things that I said I would never get involved in. But I was about to get involved in it. I had made a decision on the inside. Why not? Why not? God spoke. Because I got something else for you to do. And he pulled me out at the right time. He's going to do the same thing with your kids too. He's going to do the same thing with your kids. He's going to do the same thing with his kids. They already prayed the prayer of salvation. They just ain't walking like they're supposed to. He said, but I'm going to get across to them. And they're going to know exactly what to do. He said, and they're going to come in the house of God and worship him. That word worship, right, that means to prostrate in homage to him. They're going to prostrate. I like this. It's also, it also translates bow self. You ain't going to have to come there and say, okay, baby, bow. Bend your knee now. This is what you should do right now. Uh-uh. They're going to bow self. Which means they're going to bow themselves down. Bow down is what it means. And I like this one. Fall down. The inference is flat, which means flat on their face, crying because they're so glad about God's grace, about how he done accepted them back and brought them back in. They're going to be there to win and win again. Turn to Isaiah chapter 49. I love the Lord. Praise God. Anybody here love the Lord? Isaiah chapter 49. A year of recovery and restoration. Isaiah chapter 49. Thank you, Lord Jesus, at this time. Starting with verse 22. It says, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will lift up mine hand to the Gentiles and set up my standard to the people. And they shall bring thy sons in their arms, and thy daughters shall be carried upon their shoulders. And and the kings shall be thy nursing fathers, and their queens thy... Nursing mothers, they shall bow down to thee with their face toward the earth and lick up the dust of of thy feet. And thou shalt know I am the Lord, for they shall not be ashamed that waiteth for me. Did you hear that? Many are going to be returned to the Lord and restored to the Lord. But the Gentiles, folk who have no covenant, no relationship with God, are going to want to carry some of them back to you. Whereas the heathen is going to be like, wait a minute, you know, you ain't got no business up in here. You ain't got no business doing this. I don't know why I'm saying this, but you need to go back to your parents. You need to go back to church. You know to go back to God. You need to get back in God. They're going to be the ones telling them that. Because they quit listening to you. They're listening to them now. But God said, I'm going to talk through them and tell them what they need to do. And they're going to carry them by the arm back into the house of God so that they can do what they're supposed to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if there's a heathen with your kid when they come back, don't attack that heathen because they was the one brought them back. Because the Bible says they're going to end up bowing their knee too. Because he's going to double slap the devil's face. Not only is he going to snatch your kid out, he's going to snatch the one that was with your kid too. See, as a result of God lifting up his hand, the Gentile who once held the children of God and your children are going to be bringing them back 
Turn over to Hosea chapter 14. Hosea, Joel Amos. Turn over to Hosea chapter 14. I'm going to get as much of this out as I can. Praise God. Hosea chapter 14. This is like good. But look at what God's going to do when they come back. Hosea chapter 14, verse 4. He said, I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely. For mine anger is turned away from him. I will be as the dew of Israel. He shall grow as the lily and cast forth her roots as Lebanon. His branches shall spread and his beauty shall be as of the olive tree and his smell as Lebanon. They, they that dwell upon under his shadow shall return. They shall revive as the corn and grow as the vine. The scent thereof shall be as the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim shall say, what have I to do anymore with idols? I have heard him and observed him. I am like a green fir. For me is thy, for from me is thy fruit found. God's going to love the backslider and he's going to restore them. That once they come back in and set up with him, he's going to start beginning. To, he's going to be like the dew that's going to come on them, which means he's going to begin to water them. And they're going to set up roots and then they're going to begin to grow fruit quickly. They're going to be able to grow fruit quickly. He's going to restore them back quickly. But notice he said, I'm going to love them freely. What did he say he's going to do? Now, remember, he told us be imitators of him. And remember, we're representatives of him. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he, hath, for he hath become sin for him who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. See, we know that for ourselves. Remember it for them too. So that when they come back, you don't give the list of them the things that they ought to do. That you don't try to get them to explain why they did what they do. God don't bring it up to you. You don't bring it up to them either. And you just let them come in and be watered. And bring forth the fruit that they were supposed to. Love them freely. Do it the same way he would do. Turn over to Micah chapter 7. Hosea, Joel, Micah. Micah chapter 7. I love the Lord. Love them freely. Don't require any, any explanations. I just want to know why you did that. No, you don't. Can I tell you why? You can't handle the truth. We're in Micah chapter 7. That'll freak you out. Verse 19. Verse 19, it says, He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou will cast all their sins into the depth of the sea. That's what he's going to do. He's going to cast all their sins into the depth of the sea. Put your scuba gear up. Put your snorkeling outfits out. Take them off and, and your flippers and flappers and stuff like that. And don't be diving into that sea trying to find out which one is theirs. And bring it back up. Spitting water. Is this the one that you did? When the Lord throw it into the sea, leave it there. 
all you see is water representing the word of God. Don't see what they did. Luke chapter 15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's teaching you what to do because they're on their way back. Don't run them away from you. I know how it works, praise God. I'm a pastor. I get the privilege to, pa- I get the privilege to counsel people. And many times I counsel people back into the house, and then the people in the house run them back out the house. Luke chapter 15, verse 13. This, of course, is a, we're talking about the younger of the prodigal sons. Both of the sons was prodigal, which means wasteful. We're talking about the younger of the prodigal sons. He had already went out there, was bugging out, tripping out, did things he ought not do, hanging out with folk he never was supposed to, ran out of money, and now they ran, out of, they ran away from him too. Verse 13 says, and not many days after the younger gathered all together and took his journey in, uh, into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all that uh, all, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his field to feed the swine stuff that is like absolutely abominable to a Jew. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swines did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? And I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. So he figured out what he going to do. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was a great way off, his father saw him and ran and jumped on his neck and kicked him all over. Huh? And he arose and came to his father. But but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. Which is love in motion and which caused him to run and fell on his neck and kissed him. The literal Greek says kissed him all over. Now he just came out the pigsty. He just came out of the place where the husk is all over him. And was walking around all day in the, in, 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 in the desert heat funky. He need to clean him up. Straighten him up. Would you, you go, go, go take a bath, please, something. No, he accepted him when he came back, just like he was, and kissed him all over. Just so glad to see his long lost son that he could not stop kissing him. And the son said unto him, Father, got his got ready to do his speech. I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. And no more worthy to become thy son. But the father says, shut that mess up. That's the east side Detroit verse. He says, shut that mess up. Said unto a servant, bring the best robe and put it in, put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is now alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be mad. They was like, ho, ho, they like, ho. Ho. Ho, they were like, 
Is anybody hear me up in here? They was like excited. Why? Because the son I always wanted to return has returned. I don't need your explanations. I don't need your apologies. I don't need your, I don't need none of that from you. All I want from you is you. Come here and receive him just like that. That's compassion. That's love. And that's what we're going to have for him too. You've been praying for him to show up. They're about to come. And here they're about to come to the house of God too. Not just your kids, but other God's kids too. They're about to come back. And when we see them all, we're going to receive them all with love. Some is going to come back acting just as sweet as they did when they was on the street. We're going to receive them with love. Some of them is going to come in here acting just as thuggish as they did before. We're going to receive them with love. Some of them is going to come up in here with their stuff up to here, the root of the tutor. Everything is out up in here. But we're just going to turn our eyes, praise God, and be like, oh, good to see you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not like, dang, you don't got healthy while you're out there, wasn't you? Praise God. No, we're going to love on them just like they are. Because God said, I recovered them and I restored them. Now you treat them the same way I would too. Notice he restored them back in the fullness. Now the black sin will not only come, they'll only be the ones that are recovered and restored, but God wants the rest of the world too. I said he wants the rest of the world too. Turn to Isaiah chapter 49, you're going to see them come in too. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 49, I think I love the Lord. Isaiah chapter 49, we're going to begin reading in verse 6. He said, and he said, it is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to arise, to raise up the, the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give thee a light to the Gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the ends of the earth. Notice he said, I'm also going to give you a light to the Gentiles. See, that light is going to be on me and you, too. Praise God. And that's going to cause a restoration to be able to occur to other people that's in the world, too. He's not only going to get his that are in the world. He's going to get his that are still the world. He's not just going to get his that are in the world. He's going to get his that are still the world. Because they've been bought and paid for, too. That's why he's coming back for them, too. Isaiah chapter 11, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Isaiah chapter 11. I love the Lord. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 10. It says, and in that day, there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. Notice, his rest shall be glorious. A lot of them are tired, wore out, tired of living like they do. But they're going to be able to see the Lord like they've never seen him. They're going to be able to see him on me and you. And they're going to be coming to the Lord. And they're going to receive from the Lord. Because they won't rest. They want R and R. Recovery and restoration. That's what they want. And it's going to be in manifestation. This recovery and restoration includes restoration and recovery of physical, mental, and spiritual wholeness. It includes the restoration that includes spirit restoration of recovery of physical, mental, and spiritual wholeness. Jeremiah chapter 30. We're almost through for today. Jeremiah chapter 30. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Jeremiah chapter 30. We're going to look at verse 17. This restoration is going to include the restoration of health and restoration from wounds and scars. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. He says, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. That's what they said about you. Like a lot of you are, are, are Christians. And live, and, and, and for the most part, you live good and live right too. But you've been taking rights and lefts and getting jacked up too. And, and, and people been hearing, seeing you in the hospitals, seeing you in the, in the clinics, seeing you in various places. And you testifying about your God while they're in there, while you're in there. And they're hearing you. But at the same time, they're thinking in the back of their mind, but what's up with you though? Some of you have been damaged by what other people have done to you. Some of you have been damaged by kids, relatives, ex-relatives, and things that folk have done to you. You hurt. You try to hide it with your amens and your hallelujahs. But that hurt is still on the inside of you. But God said, I heal the brokenhearted. He's going to reach down within you and heal those spots that's been damaged that other people don't know about. Stuff that they just see the results of. Because they know something wrong with you. Might not be able to put a finger on it. But they know you ain't normal. Because you respond in ways you ought not respond at times. When it be a little thing and you be going off. Staying off. For a while. And they like just like stay away from you. For a while. That ought not be. You represent the living God. Christ ain't crazy. And he don't want none of his kids to be crazy. You've been damaged by something that happened to you. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to say nothing about it. But you know it's true. God said, I know. And I'm about to restore you. I've recovered you. And I'm going to restore you. And I'm going to take away those hurts and those pains. I'm going to take away the scars. That happened back then and restore it back as though it never happened ever before. It's going to cause a restoration that happened like never before. You've just been managing and making it through. But he said, no, the managing time is over. Now you're about to flourish and do what I said. Because God don't want you damaged. God don't want you hurt. God, I don't want you just, you know, faking it until you make it. Or Christian version, faithing it till you make it. But you ain't in faith. You're in fake like a mug. But God's about to end that so that he can be able to restore some stuff. Turn over to Psalms number 51. We're almost through. Psalms, no, I'm going to give as much, much to you as I can. It's a lot of this, praise God, but I'm going to give you as much as I can. Psalm number 51. Remember, he's going to restore you to a state of condition as though it never occurred. Psalm number 51. We're going to begin reading in stanza number 10. It says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Notice he said, restore unto me 
the joy of my salvation. This restoration is going to include the restoration of joy. I said the restoration of joy. Because some point saints have lost their joy. The truth is anywhere they're told. But God's going to restore it. Some saints have lost their joy of their salvation. They're just going through the motions. Singing about oceans. But if the truth is anywhere they're told, you're drowning in them. You're singing words that you don't even believe. Why? Because there's a burden that you're still waiting on him to relieve. But God's going to restore you. And restore the joy of your salvation. Some saints have lost the joy of their service to God too. And their joy to the service to the people of God. They doing it for the most part. But they really ain't into doing what they do. But God's about to restore joy of their salvation. Where they're going to be fired up to do. Fired up to serve. Fired up to be in the house of God. Fired up to pray. Fired up to hear what God has to say. Fired up to be able to do I said, fired up to do it. Because God's going to restore the joy of their salvation. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope even more that you allow God to be a God of recovery and restoration in your life. God wants to. So all we have to do is believe it's true. Cooperate with Him and let Him bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.